please, please subscribe. Or, I, if you subscribe, your brain goes 90,000 IQ, and you'll you become incredibly clever. Um, legend has it that if you subscribe, you also become an earthbender. Please, we need subs. Hey guys, and welcome to this episode of The Nature of Avatar. We're going to be reviewing the first part of the Appler comic continuations, The Promise. But before we get into that stuff, we're going to do a bit of an overview of the book review series, which will be released in the coming weeks. Firstly, we're going to talk about all of the continuation graphic novels of Avatar. That's The Promise, The Search, The Rift, Smoke and Shadow, North and South, and finally Imbalance. Then after we review those, we'll move on to the shorter graphic novels, written by Faith Erin Hicks. That's Guitar on the Pirate Silver, set in Book 2, Toffee Fong's Metal Bending Academy, which is set sometime after the Rift comic continuation, and Suki Alone, which is set from after Upper's Lost Days to just before The Boiling Rock Part 1. That's all we have for now, but when we review Suki Alone, which will be the, the end of like, it'll be in like, I don't know, after we reviewed all of the ones we said on this list, we'll have an update on what books we're going to review next. But that's enough of a review. Let's get into the episode. The promise starts with a variation of Katara's signature, water, earth, fire, air speech, and then transitions into the Earth King Kui's palace where Team Avatar are discussing options for giving back the Earth Kingdom colonies. In that meeting, they decide to move the Fire Nation citizens back to the Fire Nation, and Sokka gives it the goofy name, the Harmony Restoration Movement. Then it shows the scene right at the end of Avatar, Aang and Katara kissing, just outside Iris' tea shop. But Sokka had to ruin everything. Okay. Now we're going to have a discussion, um, because... Um, this is a comic review series. Some of the episodes will cover the description of the scene uh, and what's going on, while the rest of this episode will be discussion-based, so we'll sort of discuss the scene we've described. Yeah. They're basically standing just outside Iroh's tea shop, as we said before. They've just come out of the round, the huge round double doors, and Sokka basically walks up and he's like, hey guys, ah! And Aang, yeah. literally just, they come out, their kids instantly, they're like, Aang's like, nothing, we're not doing anything out here. And Katara's like, she's, because Aang's like, no, no, like he's embarrassed, whereas Katara's like, she's like literally pointing her finger at Sokka. She's like, haven't you ever heard of knocking Sokka? And he's like, first of all, you're supposed to, not before you go inside, not before you go outside. And second, as my sister, you really shouldn't be kissing anyone in front of me. It's your sisterly duty to avoid giving me the oogies. And, and Katara, she's still, she's, so while Ang's embarrassed, she's like angry at her brother. Orient, Orient, let me just point out, I, I was thinking just then when you were reading that, it's, I think it's very clever for the continuation graphic novels, everyone that they, you should notice, that they've um, overlapped. So the end of the series, the very end bit is actually in the graphic novel and then it just gets continued 
rather than like the continuation series that isn't of Korra. It just skips it 70 years later rather than like a book four. Whereas this is, I would say, book four. Um, because this is like, because she has a water fire, she does her variation. Then it it was like, then she ends it by saying, I was right uh, about knowing that Aang would save the world. Because then Aang defeats Ozai and it shows how Zuko becomes the king. And then it transitions into how they're giving back the Fire Nation colony. So this is basically the gap just after Zuko becomes Fire Lord. So they talk to the Earth King about the Harmony Restoration Movement, as we said earlier. But this is the bit which they don't actually show you in the series. So, uh, uh, but then they leave Iroh's teacher from that bit where Sokka's like painting them and stuff, and Aang and Katara are kissing outside. So I agree with you, Otis. It's quite clever. They've weaved the series into the comic. Yeah. So what I is it with really Sokka? Cool. He's like, it's deeper than just you're giving me the oogies, whatever that he's, even means. Orin, you said this, I think you said this before, I'm not sure whether it's on the podcast, but you think, um, you're saying that it's like, the way that Sokka says, oh, you're giving me the oogies, you think it's like a different reason rather than just, oh, you're giving me the oogies? But like, I kind of think that it's just like, Avatar The Last Airbender, is a lot more of a like is when you compare it to the legend of Korra, it's definitely more of a kids show and like it's not but you can see that like it might just be these comics are intended for children and it might just be that they wanted to have some comedy and that's a funny word but it's almost like soccer's like worried that that he, the the Katara sort of leaving him and moving from him to Aang, because as you see at the start, it's like Sokka's all about Katara. He's like, even though they argue, Sokka's like, I'll I'll stand and protect you, and Katara's like, sure, and she she helps him as well. So it's almost like Sokka's worried that she's leaving him and going to Aang. It's a good point, actually, um, and you know they. There's a backstory in um, Legend of Korra is that there is a bison named Ugi. Um, and when asked why they named the bison Ugi, Tenzin, when he was little, he found the bison and he named it Uvi after, quote unquote, what Uncle Sokka used to say, um, which shows that he even said it well into his later life. Because um, it was quite interesting when I researched this, but the Legend of Korra, the first book was created um, basically at the same time as they were making the first part of The Promise. Yeah. So the, um, sort of, they already knew what, what Sokka had said in The Promise when they were creating it. Yeah, the comics were created alongside The Legend of Korra. Um, as a kind of I think it was mainly the, the promise and the search who were created next to the legend of Korra, and then the others were created later. Yeah, um, and then the legend of Korra ones were also created after the series. But, but there was definitely, Orion, there was a reason um, that they created the Avatar ones alongside the legend of Korra. And let me tell you, it's because the, um, they wanted people that were watching the legend of Korra 
to also read the comics at the same time and get a feeling of nostalgia um, from the old series. Um, the creators presuming that the people watching The Legend of Korra would be slightly more grown-up fans of the original series. And I think that's quite a good note to leave this discussion on. So um, next bit, we're going to move on to the next bit of description. Yeah, okay. In the next scene, it's one year later and Zuko is seen lying in bed. Suddenly he jumps up and runs over to his guards. He's super worried and he can feel someone in the palace. In an instant, Zuko's guards are knocked out. Zuko has a battle with a dark hooded figure wielding a metal chain with a ball on the end. The figure is then revealed to be the daughter of the mayor of Yudao, the first of the Fire Nation colonies. Then in the next scene, Zuko is shown to Yuja with the, uh, um, uh, with the mayor who greets his daughter joyfully. But then Zuko tells the mayor what his daughter Cory has done making the mayor bow down in apology. In his rage, Yuko shouts out that he should have the whole place burnt down. But Cory fires back that the Harmony Restoration Movement would accomplish the same thing without him having to lift a finger. The Fire Lord rudely says to Cory that the Harmony Restoration Movement is a means to peace. The mayor disagrees, saying that his family has lived off the land for many generations and had much and had as much right to be on the land as anyone else did. So now we're going to discuss this scene. So I think it's clever how they make the mayor's daughter a kind of rebel and the mayor um, like a kind of person who fears the fire lord. Um, what do you think about that? Yeah, I found that quite interesting because it's like the mayor's like bam down. He's like, oh, no, Zuko. Ah. Uh, and he's like really scared of the violence. Whereas, like, Cory's like a rebel, and it's like her strength which brings the mayor to shout out this last comment where he disagrees. So, yeah, and that she's kind of seeing Zuko as an equal, whereas the mayor sees Zuko as uh, the fire lord. Yeah, you can really see like their difference in speech. And then he goes on to say, um, Zuko goes on to say that the, they're Fire Nation citizens, so they should live in the Fire Nation. And yeah, and he's and but then Cory's strength maybe pushes his her father a bit too much because he's like, You're right, Fire Lord, we are Fire Nation citizens, and I'll tell you this your father would never have let the Avatar and the Earth King bully him into something so obviously bad for his own nation's citizens. And Zuko, mm. that was like too much. And then Zuko's like, my father. And then it flips back to that thing in Susan's Comet Part 4 where Zuko is, visits his father in the prison cell. And in, so, in Susan's Comet, it ends on, where is my mother? But this goes on yeah. to say, and like that, he, Ozai asked for tea and they like that, but and then he's like, we'll talk while sipping from steaming little cups. Uh, That's right. And then he, and then he's like, perhaps even the subject of my of your mother will come up. And Zuko just leaves. And, yeah. and he's trying to sort of get him to give him the tea and come back and let him control him. Actually, this is quite an interesting scene to discuss as well. So why do you...
In the next scene, it's one year later and Zuko's seen lying in bed. Suddenly, he jumps up and runs over to his guards. He's super worried and he can feel someone in the palace. In an instant, Zuko's guards are knocked out and Zuko has a battle with a dark hooded figure wielding a spinning metal chain with a heavy ball on the end. The figure is then revealed to be the daughter of the mayor of Yudao, the first of the Fire Nation colonies. Then in the next scene, Zuko is shown to Yudao with the mayor who greets his daughter joyfully. But then Zuko tells the mayor what his daughter Cory had done, making the mayor bow down in apology. In his rage, Zuko shouts out that he should have the whole place burnt down. But Cory fires down, fires back, that the Harmony Restoration Movement will accomplish the same thing without him having to lift a finger. The Fire Lord rudely says to Cory that the Harmony Restoration Movement is a means to peace. The mayor disagrees, saying that his family had lived on the land for many generations and had as much right to be on the land as anyone else did. Okay, now we're going to do a little discussion about that scene. So, yeah, so as you said before, um, while we were doing our drafts, um, he's, the mayor sort of made out to be quite a weak character. Like, Corrie, as you said, is like a rebel. He's like quite a weak character. And it's like her force which sort of brings him up. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think that, like, it shows Cory to be this rebel who sees Zuko as an equal, whereas the mayor sees him as a fire lord and someone to be feared. So I think it's quite interesting how they how they show how they show them how they really like develop the characters because of course the promise is quite a controversial book because not for us of course for the people in living in the book because some are like we want to stay. But others are like, you've got to go. This is our land. This happens yeah. a lot more later on in the book. But so for now, who do you think That's... deserves to be on the land, Otis, before like more stuff adds up? I think they should just leave it with both of them, like kind of there living simultaneously because it's an evolving world. Anyway, um, but on the face of it, it makes more sense that it's just literally this was Earth Kingdom. This was Earth Kingdom, it stays Earth Kingdom. So anyway, right now, with the evidence you've got, that, that makes sense. Yeah, anyway, let's move on to the next scene. Um, Orion, i got to go now. In the next scene, Zuko bends a huge ball of fire at Mayor Morishita, shouting out that he isn't unlike his father. But the Mayor's plain answer is that Zuko's father had many faults but he was never a coward or a traitor. The next time you see, the next time, the next time you see Ankatara and Sokka carrying out the Harmony Restoration Movement while carrying the Fire Nation, Mayor Nishi and the people of her town. While Katara and Sokka are on the boat, Ang is flying upper with some of the Fire Nation citizens, reassuring them that their lives will be just as great in the Fire Nation. Once they reach the Fire Nation and begin unloading, a soldier tells them that Fire Lord Zuko had officially withdrawn his support of the Harmony Restoration Movement. Next, you're wished away to near Yudao, where a familiar face, Toph Beifong, is at her metal bending school. Suddenly, Toph hears upper and launches herself upwards, landing on his saddle. Consi 
the ring they hadn't seen Toph for about a year. Katara and Sokka were very excited to see her, but Aang was busy meditating. Okay, now we're going to discuss about what Aang and other people would have thought in this scene. So, Orion, so it's, it's very interesting, Orion, how um, they, when the creators say, see Aang, um, that his face, when he hears the Fire Nation soldier tell him that Zuko's withdrawn his support from the Harmony Restoration Movement, I think it's really great because I think they want you to think that it's like Zuko was one of Aang's closest friends and to find out that he was then essentially betraying him, what do you think Aang would have felt? I mean, he'd be really sort of... He'd really be quite upset because he and Zuko ended the war together, but yet Zuko was now betraying all their effort by withdrawing his support of the movement. That yeah, I was, really agree. I agree. Like I the whole Aang point of the of ending the war was that he that was to say was to save the other nations. Because hey, then oh, Aang yeah. meditates and sees uh, Roku. So Roku says, "You've done your duty." The war is over, and yet the world is still not at peace. So Zuko, there, be, but because this is where you first see what position Ang is in. So Zuko has betrayed the Harmony Restoration Movement. This is the first sighting of him becoming like his father. And Dorian, I think it's really interesting how Zuko asked him for asked him for this promise in the first bit of this book, and now it's already looking like Aang's going to have to fulfill the promise. Because then Aang says, I should never have made that promise to Zuko. But Roku, this is basically a replay of what happened in Sozin's Comet. Because and that's, that's, sorry, that's exactly what the creators want you to think. Because they want you to think Zuko is his father. And so the same things happen that happened with his father. And I think that is really so great work by the creators. Because then Aang goes on to say he is like, because he's got the same airbending problems. You could call them problems, weaknesses yeah. in terms of being an avatar. So he's saying, what kind of person would I be? But Roku, he still feels the same way. He's just saying a person who keeps his promises because Roku's statement was that he regretted not ending Sozin. Because if he had ended Sozin, he would the war would never have started. So he doesn't want his part, his next life, Ang, to make the same um, mistake. Yeah. Anyway, let's go on to the next scene. As they land, they see Smellaby and the rest of Jet's freedom fighters, who offer to break down the door, thinking Team Avatar want to fight Zuko. But Aang makes it clear that he just wants to talk with Katara. Oh, sorry. He just wants to talk. And with Katara, he flies over the wall and into the city. Aang greets the soldiers, but the lead soldier shoots a curved blast of fire at the young Avatar. But being the Avatar, he buried him up to his shoulders in earth. And after dodging all the others, Katara saves Aang by freezing the soldiers with her water bending. Suddenly, Zuko intervenes, grabbing Katara by the arm and refusing to let go. 
Aang surrounds the Fire Lord in air, knocking him to the ground. Soon Aang and Zuko are in the middle of a battle, but the Avatar State ends the fight. After Katara calms Aang down, Zuko takes them on a tour around the city, talking about how much the Fire Nation has improved Yudao. Okay, so now we're going to do a little discussion about this previous scene. Um, Orin, I personally think, I don't know whether you agree with me, that I always find this scene a bit sad. Because like, I don't like seeing Aang and Zuko fight again when they've already fought so much. Yeah, I know. It's, it's such a shame because it's like Aang and Zuko, they're like best buddies. They've like just made up. You see the fan-made, what is it now? Anko or something like that. There's like that they have uh, in the last episode. Yeah, it's like it's really it's sad, sad because but... as Ang goes into the Avatar state, he says, "I came here to talk to you, Zuko as a friend, but you've changed. You've forgotten what we fought for. Maybe Avatar exactly. right promised as a promise. It's like it's like." We worked together so hard. We saved the world, and now you've changed. The world's fighting the Fire Nation, your nation. You said you protected, but you haven't. Exactly, and I just think it's like a real shame. Well, what we're here to discuss uh, is really Zuko's flashback, because at this point, he says, look, I'm... When I came here a week ago, I had planned to personally enforce the removal of Yudal from the Earth Kingdom. But there. So, he, so you see that Fire Lord Ozai had many faults, but he was never a coward or a traitor. And Luca's like, you regret saying that old man. And he orders his guards to seize the man. But he sees Mayor Mar- uh, Morishita's wife is an earthbender. Yeah. And, and Cory is, is also an earthbender. And I think Cory's very interesting because it's like she's Fire Nation. She's a Fire Nation citizen and an earthbender. And she lives in Yudan. She's a Fire Nation citizen in the Earth Kingdom. No, she's a Fire Nation earthbender living in the Earth Kingdom. It's just like, just leave it how it is. You don't need to try and like take her bending away, put her back in the fire. Like, it, it would be so complicated. And then Mayor Morishita's wife offers to let him stay in the week. So, stay for the week. So, and he, and living with them, he said, he, he saw what he created, what his forefathers had created, and what the Harmony Restoration Movement would destroy. And then as Katara sees the family, she says, Maybe Yujiao can be an exception. And Aang's horrified at that. But, and he's, and he's saying, and Bazuko says, all the remaining colonies are older than you, Aang. Yeah, like, they're like, they're here from the beginning. They're there from pre-war. That's like a hundred plus years ago. And well, well, I wouldn't say pre-war around. Well, they were what they were kind of what started because in the episode the Avatar and the Fire Lord, Roku gets very angry because Sozin makes the colonies, and this is before the war has started. Roku, um, Sozin went and made the colonies, and then Sozin, I mean Roku came and said, Sozin, I've seen the colonies, 
and then the war starts with the wipeout of the Air Nomads. Um, wow. Otis, I just yeah, noticed yeah. something. This is Barsing Say, isn't it? Is that not Barsing mm, No. No? Because Barsing Say is in a desert. Okay, that's true. Many Earth Kingdom um, cities were built with the circular wall because it was very strong. But Barsing Say, it does look like Barsing Say, but Barsing Say is in a desert. So anyway, then Katara agrees um, that the Earth King has to be a part of whatever happens next. So she and Aang agree to go and help Zuko to um, to help Zuko um, to to help Zuko by making an agreement with the Earth King with the Earth King and talking to him. Yeah. So yeah, that's okay. all that ends our discuss. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's go on with the next scene. <clears throat> After they return from within the city, everyone's asking if Ang killed Zuko. Smenobi gives Ang four days to sort things out, and after that, she says the freedom fighters will find their own way. Once they're back on Upper, Tov doesn't understand why Ang needs to speak with the Earth King. In the next scene, you see Zuko. This time, he's back in the Fire Nation. May can't believe Zuko never told her where he was going. She tells Zuko that his bodyguards are, quote unquote, a bunch of incompetent idiots. May asks some friends to come and help. And from that day on, the Kyoshi warriors stand as Zuko's new bodyguards. Next time Zuko's in bed, he wakes up thinking someone's in the palace. Then saying he needs a drink, Zuko goes and secretly visits Ozai in prison. And as he pours his father some tea, the comic ends with Zuko's words, I need your advice, father. And so yeah, that's how the episode stands. So we're going to have, after this episode, we're going to have some, a few polls because we want to know what kind of episodes you listeners want us to keep making because like an episode, say, to do a part of a comic, we've been working on this for about, what, two, three weeks? Two weeks, because we missed two weeks because Otis was on holiday. We've been working on this for about <laughs> three to four weeks. So it's quite a lot of work we've put into these long episodes. So we'd like to know if you guys enjoy these episodes or whether you prefer other ones. Yeah, so Orient, um, let me tell them. So I can create this thing called a Spotify or Anchor poll, and you'll be able to answer it, I think. Um, and I'll do like a multiple choice question asking you whether you want like a <laughs> sorry guys that was my um, my little brother and um, we'll ask you whether we want more episodes that are like take we can release every week on um like places or whether you like these book review episodes or whether you want to see a new type of episode on like bending forms and stuff and to add You'll another option into the mix maybe we could also do random things like how Otis did that nice board uh, one about avatar legends we could actually have a series of a few episodes where we actually teach you how to play exactly um so you gotta watch out for that poll and i think i'll do another poll that's actually all about um whether you guys look at our website because our website is a great resource that's there 
all the time. And um, it's, yeah, so we need to see whether you guys are looking at that much. But that's all we've got for the episode today. I was Otis. That was Orion. We'll see you next time for The Nature of Avatar. Goodbye. Subscribe.